When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. So we're going to say hello the Tom Bernard Show with L.A. Nick and Andy Brent Bernard and Catherine Rand. But she's not here yet, so she <laughs> There's will There's a be. lot of traffic. Yeah, there's a lot of traffic, that's true. We'll be right back, kick things off, Tom Bernard Show. Michael Bryant, Brad Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically we're trying to represent people who have been hurt then talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is, is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. That works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw, and Bryant. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person from start to finish. I think we all know it's because of the loyal podcast listeners. I've said it a million times before. I won't endorse a company that I don't believe in, and Walzer's no exception. I've bought several cars from them, as has my family. I know what you're thinking. Tommy got some special deal. Well, the truth is we paid the Walzer best price just like everyone else. Walzer will sell about 35000 and cars this year, and you can't do that if your prices aren't great. Do yourself a favor. When it's time to shop for a new or used car, go to walzer.com and give them a shot. You won't be sorry. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. Walzer Automotive continues to grow. They think it's because of their upfront pricing, no haggle or hassle sales experience, and working with one person. Start doing intro music and fade it out. There you go. There you go. You can do that. A new job for (laughs) L.A. Come up with something. Oh, I can do that. No problem. Uh, 
What is that? That sounds like Magoo's um, GPS. Magoo, what are you doing? Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Are we up, up? Yes. Oh. <laughs> it's just a strange show right now because no Cassie and new phone system. Catherine should, Catherine should not have been late. Yeah, yeah I want to too. talk about traffic. I just crossed the Thong Neck Bridge in Long Island. Now I have to cross the George Washington Bridge. Oh, dear. There is nothing. Yeah. In, in, in a semi here and all these blockheads... Yeah, they they don't value their cars. I mean, they'll literally push me into another lane. They don't care. I can understand that, but you're okay, though, aren't you? Oh, yeah, they don't scare me. Oh, dear. You know. <laughs> well, I'm glad to hear that. At first, I thought you said you were on the thong neck bridge, and I thought, no. I, I did, too. That's what I thought he said, too, Did you I don't say know the that. thong neck bridge? Is that yeah, the Tappan Zee? Thong's neck bridge. Oh. Thong's neck. Thongs and neck. Yeah, it's on uh, huh. it's on 295. Oh, yeah. I know the Tappan Zee Bridge. Exactly. The oh, Verrazano that Bridge. That's not made well. I know the Chimpanzee for, Bridge. For yeah. <laughs> Tappan Zee and. Yeah, when yeah. I go over. Yeah, Tappan Zee, they can tap this. <laughs> okay. Oh, wow. Okay, uh, Magoo. <laughs> what are you tapping, man? <laughs> what, what are you yeah, tapping? No, I just. I, what am I tap? I'm going. I'm going to pick up some bananas and bring them back to you guys. Everybody's wonderful. buying bananas, I guess. That's a wonderful thing. So everything else going well? Yeah. Oh, you know, living the dream. That's all you can ask. Sitting man. in traffic. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so you're you're down to two hours now, only on the podcast, eh? Yeah, because I they got me working. I'm literally I lately been working like. 14 to 18 hours a day, and it just got to be too much. You know what I'm Oh, saying. okay. You know, so we what do about your, uh, What about your thing? Because my uncles listen to the, uh, they're up in Duruit, you know, so they listen on the radio radio. Oh, on KDAL, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're too old to figure out the app stuff. So. <laughs> well, that, do that you works. still do... Yeah, I, we're do still, still in Duluth. you still do three hours on the radio? Yeah. We just do a best of the third hour. Indeed, it's wonderful. Um, matter of fact, oh. Duluth, I think, is going to be, we're going to be shifting to an earlier, we're going to be doing afternoon drive instead of early evening in Duluth because of the retirement of Joe Souchere from uh, KSTP. So they're moving us into afternoon drive on KDAL, which would be good. Oh, big shot now. Um, drive time. <laughs> oh, uh, Joe from Louisville says, ask Magoo if he's the one that left something for Tony Price at a rest stop. Yeah, Joe from Louisville. So it was you that left him something. No, I didn't leave nothing nowhere. Oh, okay. Listen, well, you should have taken credit, man. I already said yes. What is it that I left again? For all we know, this wasn't credit. a good Don't thing. Depending oh. yeah. on Magoo, I leave enough DNA all over this United States. Ah, oh, for God's sake. Thanks out. for calling. <laughs> That's really great, Magoo. Thank you so much for that. That's wonderful. <laughs> that is wonderful. Okay, well, yeah, I was just checking in. I just wanted to say, you know... Hello and everything like that, and you know that—that's about it. I got nothing special, just going to pick up my bananas. Well, that's terrific. It's always great to hear from you, Magoo. 
Yeah, I love you guys, and and oh, uh, thanks too, for uh, entertaining me while I'm sitting in traffic. You're a good man. Thank you very much. We do what we can. I actually had a trucker give me a big thing, a big thing of beef yesterday. Beef. Big thing of beef. Yeah, it's like a side of beef. Just a trucker on the road. Yeah, I was at the holiday high. in Rogers, and a, a trucker. There's like a truck stop over there, and I'm in like right. a pedestrian gas station. Right. And he comes over, goes, "You're Owen Nick, aren't you?" I'm like, "Yeah." And he goes, "Hold on a second. And he runs over, opens up the back of his truck, he goes, "Hey, back your back your car up over here." He puts a side of beef. In oh my God. God! Do you have a big freezer? I do. I actually yeah. had the, had the guy that does the ribs down the street, Gary Heck. He cut it oh, all yeah. up for me. Oh. Yeah, those ribs are. Good. They ribs are really good. Is it Gary Heck? I thought it was Bob Heck. No, Gary. Well, Bob's the one that I knew. Bob's from North Minneapolis. Gary Heck. He's from North Minneapolis. Yeah, but I mean, Bob. I wonder if Bob was his dad. How Maybe old his is brother. Gary? Maybe his brother. How old is Gary? 72, I think. Oh, so it was his brother, yeah. Maybe it was his son. Maybe Bob's Gary's son. But, but Gary but built that house on Brockton a long time ago. Yeah, he's 40 been some years. So you're, you're just getting the names mixed up because oh, you're getting old. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> It was Bob Heck, I can guarantee you that, Pally. Okay, I've got to run something by you guys here. They've listed the presidents of the United States by IQ. Oh, dear. I bet. And the only two they left out were Donald Trump and Barack Obama. They don't give an IQ for either one of them. How do they leave that out? I don't know. They just don't know? They just didn't go up that far yet, probably. Yeah, it's probably not 300 yet. Did they used to require an IQ test for the presidency? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they should do a psychological profile. But So if they didn't require an IQ test, then what, coincidentally every president has taken one? Yeah, exactly. Just a coincidence. Yeah, not everybody takes But the IQ test has changed over decades. Welcome to host. Have a great show. I will. Thank you. (laughs) It's not that accurate if i mean it's, it's changed over the years i mean the the, the iq yeah. test in no. 1890s not the same iq to test no. that we're using yeah, today yeah that too well the lowest iq of a united states president was 136 that's really high that's i know very but, high. Uh, but you know what the highest is 150 john quincy adams 175 uh, yeah the highest iq in history john is maryland john adams is a pretty smart guy pretty smart guy but 175 i don't know how accurate that was uh, but, there have been people in the iqs well over 180 well, back yeah when, that's true what is the world flat and you said yes you could sound smart that's true <laughs> Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Throughout time, it's changed. Highest IQ ever. 222, Maryland, Boston. Yeah, there have been people in the 200s, so I mean. Boy, I bet you they're not fun at a party. No, she actually is good. She has an advice column that she does. She's still alive? Really? Maryland, Boston. Yeah, she's married to Jarvik, Jarvik 7. Oh, she's only 72. She's only 72 years old. Very nice person, from what I understand. I I interviewed her once, but that was a long time ago. Usually, people that are really smart are just like. They yeah. just have zero personality. Yeah, they're, they're just bad. like, oh, she's great. They don't know how, they have bad social skills. Yeah, and they don't know how to like, you know, function well, in a re- in the regular world. Right. They, they can do their work, but they can't really do anything yeah. else. It's probably 25 years ago I interviewed Marilyn Savant. <laughs> And you know she could, she has a good personality. She's very nice, and she can take a joke. Cause I she said something. I said that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. 
<laughs> she just started laughing. She started laughing. She was great. Mm. Well, her IQ is based on a test that she took when she was 10 years old, and it was written in 1937. Mm. So 222. Uh, she's never taken one again. That, that was the 228. I wouldn't. Once I scored that, okay. I'd be like, that's it for me. Never taken I, one again. I throw, I've thrown one, one bowling ball, and <laughs> I got a strike, so I never threw one again. Yeah, exactly. I threw one basketball at a three-point line. It went right all net, so I never threw one again. No. There you go. We're done. Uh, it says she also took the mega test, but I don't... What's a mega test? It's a just... There's a the mega society is a it's like Mensa but oh. only one in a million people are smart enough to oh, qualify. God. Are they bothering me again? <laughs> the mega society? Yes, yeah. I, they, they was, won't the leave me alone. The only person that's ever passed it. Yeah, that's exactly. Well, it. What about the? Uh, oh crap! What's it called? There's one that's even more. Oh wait, never mind that. Is the highest wow. one. I have a friend. The mega that said, society is the highest one. The top point zero 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 one percent of people. I have a friend that said that she scored really high on the Mensa test, and I'm like, she's not that bright. Anybody sorry. can score high I'm on the sorry. Mensa like, test. What kind of, what's the, what kind of questions are on that? Well, to be fair, the Mensa test. Stuff and- one in fifty people can qualify for Mensa, so that's a lot of people. Yeah. You know, one in yeah, fifty yeah, is yeah. still relatively um, exclusive, but it's not like not you know, really. it's one not like yeah, being one in, one out of fifty people is gonna you, that, that makes you that the smartest <laughs> right. person. Not that great. My friend is not that bright. I'm sorry, I love her, but she's not that smart. I mean, more people than that have been arrested. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. A lot and one time in their lives. That one time I took an IQ true. test online. I, I've never been arrested. No, online IQ well, tests either. always tell you your IQ is 300. Fin- I didn't even, well, I didn't finish it. I was like, I'm bored with this. I'm going to go mm. now. And how accurate is this? Why am I wasting my time on this like I do with the internet all the time? I'm like. I did one of those like two hour tests. They show you like a, like a foot by a foot of all different cars, and you have to name that car. And I got only one wrong out of 400. Four hundred? Yeah. You're Jeez. a car genius. Yeah, got one wrong. Yeah. And I was like one thirty five and I didn't even finish the test. Yeah. I'm like, this they can't get, be they get right. Harder and harder because they start showing them all rusted out and in weeds and you have to like see it through the oh. weeds and so it gets more complicated. That's interesting. And That's it was at all, least interesting. All older cars, not nothing. Yeah, I would do horribly at all of that. I don't know a Toyota from a yeah, it was all old, like sixties and seventies cars. Oh. Um there's a free IQ test online, but I can't figure out how to take it. Thank you very much. <laughs> Great to be here. Um, you it fail. says here, uh, lower extreme is below 70. Below average is 70 to 84. Average is 85 to 114. Above average, 115 to 129. Uh, 130 to 144 gifted. And then highly gifted is above 144. So, I don't know. I don't know. Those are, uh, I think those are the standard deviations. Yeah, exactly. It's, a, it's fifteen is a standard deviation. Yeah, because what happened? They weren't yep. going to have. They weren't going to have those anymore. They were going to be eliminated because they were racially biased. Yeah. But does that stuff? I, I don't know. The, the the stuff that they're testing you for in those tests. I like to I like to see a test because does that stuff make you successful in life? And I took you- one when I was oh. like twelve, if not younger. And I don't remember much of it, but I do remember one of the questions was they showed me a picture and told me to tell me the like write a story based on this picture. So I don't know, that Pro- might not have really. M M P I. Was it? it? Might have been. Oh God! He I was, was very young. 
I don't know that I want to repeat this message, but I will. From Joe in Louisville, I bet Andy's IQ was higher than Marilyn Voss Savant. <laughs> no. Why did he no. even send things like that? Andy, what's our time out? Isn't it uh, like two minutes? Let's see. Uh, we're pretty close. Yeah, we're getting close. Let me know when we need to get out because the clock started late. We are the are. champions. I don't want you yes. to be that smart. I mean, I know you're smart, but I don't want you to be so smart that you're, like, standing around going, what's going on? He and Gelfand are in a flat-footed tie, so that's cool. (laughs) Ow, my nose. How how much time we got? Um, Hold on. This is really interesting radio out there. It's really working out fantastically. We have, let's see. We have the champion. We're at 15 minutes. Well, and well, let's talk about how much time we have for the rest of the show. Uh, exactly. Right. We got about two minutes. Oh, That's okay. what I said. Two minutes before you started that whole wrangling. Boy, well, today would be a good day to go to the fair. Well, you know what? There's it's, nobody there. It's what? Really? There's nobody there. Why yeah, is there it's, anybody there? It's, it's the first it's, day. Oh. Oh, it's so it's beautiful out, It's beautiful. Too. It is beautiful. It's gorgeous out. out. Can't get any nicer than this. It's all true. It's was... a shame, though. I, I could see already some leaves starting to just not be as such mm. as green. That, I think, is just because... Because of the stress from the heat and the lack of rain, I, I don't. So. I don't think that's fall stuff quite yet. They're just not as green. They're just a little bit off. Well, I think, it was. I think they're sad. It was <laughs> 60 degrees uh, last night. I think it's kind of come quicker than you think. Oh, don't tell me that. I really I want do. another month of I, this weather. This I sweater. prefer the cooler. So. Yeah, this is just perfect. This is perfect. It, really yeah, all. I suppose. I figured out I only have about 22 summers left, so I'm trying to enjoy my summers. Yeah. Yes, he's claiming he'll never, ever have another summer. Well, I have about 22 left. You're a Disney. No, what, what is it that makes you think that you're going to croak in 22 that's all, that's, years? That's... that's, that's so that's just how old age. That's average lifespan. Oh, but I thought you had it down to the day or something. Oh, I, ha- I the thought month. I did, but it got a little bit off. Mm. Doctors are telling me I'm in better health than I thought I was, so oh. I might live a little bit longer. Oh, okay. I would assume that's true. 300 months right around there. That sounds like not very much time. Well, that's about what you have, too. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> true. 300 months? Yeah. Well, that sounds like that nothing. Cold, that's what you that sounds like I better start living it up. You and Tom both have about average, 300 months. Average is only, what, like 70, 78. 78. And, I'm you know, way past 78. Yeah, I think you want dad's to? stress level kills me your parents, beforehand. Your parents are both in their 90s yeah, and they're still around. They didn't around, have the stress so. that we have. I don't know what... Stress, stress does kill. No, stress, stress kills. Freaking kills. Dad fought in World really War II. Does. Stress yeah. kills. But when he was 17, and you can handle stress oh, that's when all. you're a yeah. young. Stress is so bad for you. It is. It creates Horrible. toxins to it. I know. Your brain just pushes Cortisol. Around. High cortisol levels. And yep. Dad does have, he's tested for high cortisol levels. Yes, Ooh. he has. You. You. What are you guys you're talking about? It's a stressor on the are system. Are you with us today? Hello? I'm taking the IQ you're test. Killing oh are you kidding oh, me? Oh, I just clicked on something. I might be wrong because I'm schmoozing with you now. He's taking the IQ well, test. Well, I just want to see if it's accurate or not. No, it's not stress accurate. is definitely, it, it scares me sometimes the amount of stress that we're and, under. And, I'm like, I'm so afraid I'm going to get what? sick. What you, what you put, like what you watch on TV and stuff can cause stress and you don't even know it. And I agree. I'll tell you, I watched, I, I missed the whole Breaking Bad thing when it came out. So I didn't see it. Right. I was busy. It was life. Mm-hmm. So now that I have a little time, I watched the whole series on Netflix. Okay. I was stressed out every night. I'm going to bed stressed out, waking up stressed out. I agree. Just from that show. Yep. 
So we're very influential at what we what's around us and what's that's extre- extremely. That's why I started I mean, taking news breaks. I couldn't watch the news anymore. Oh, I anymore. don't do the news anymore. And I can't read the comment sections on Twitter no, I don't or do Facebook any or any of that stuff because it no. just makes me think that the world is just a horrible place and well, people, people are, are mean. People are horrible. Mm, the yeah. world's not a horrible place. It, people are horrible. That's the thing on Twitter. People really are just absolutely. People horrendous. are horrible in real life. I had a guy cut me off yesterday and instead of like giving me the wave like sorry. Yeah. He gives me the finger. <laughs> you cut. So I got next to him at a traffic jam and said, dude, what are you giving me the finger for? You cut me off. You're, like you You're in front of me. Yeah, but you have to be careful that he doesn't have road rage and comes out and tries yeah, to beat really. you up luck. now. I was on a motorcycle with a helmet on, so I was oh, just took off. <laughs> but, yeah, we've got this whole, it, our, What we have to be at 15 now. No. Well, no. wait. Yeah, well, here we are. We have well, to, we're over. Well, then why aren't we? We are breaking right now. I've been waiting for you guys to stop yapping. There you there go. There we go. We'll be back, Tom Bernard Joe. <laughs> Tom Bernard here with the founder and CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. He was here to talk about a great service at an app that you can get and use from North American Banking Company. It's called XCheck. All right, Michael, my buddy, my pal of mine, why do I need this and why is it cool? We developed the app to compete with the other payment applications across the country. We wanted something that was safe, secure, easy to use, and most of all, free. Say, for example, Alex needs some money and you want to send her some money. You can do it right away in the payment app and would get into her account without her having to go to the bank. Most convenient for the princess in your life. And the Prince Andy, too, because I wouldn't want the kids having to leave the house to get cash. I wouldn't want that. No, there'd be no sense in that. You'd have to buy the gas then, too. Just like at my house, Tommy. (laughs) They're going to love it. This is Tom Why Not Bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, celebrating 20 years of providing a better banking experience. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Did you know that about 60% of people over the age of 60 are starting to experience cloudy, blurry, or dim vision due to cataracts? Tom Bernard here for Whiting Clinic LASIK and Eye Care. Whiting Clinic is best known for their fabulous LASIK results. You've heard me rave about them for years, but did you know they're also experts in cataract surgery? Yes, indeed, and I'm here to tell you about my wonderful experience having cataract surgery at Whiting Clinic. I'm at that age when my vision started to fade, so I called up the folks at Whiting Clinic. They helped me out right away. My cataract surgery was super easy, and thanks to the Whiting Clinic, my vision is top-notch once again. Whiting Clinic has the most advanced lens technology options so I can see far away and up close without wearing any glasses. If you want to learn more about your options for cataract surgery or clearer vision, attend one of Whiting Clinic's cataract seminars. Call Whiting Clinic at 855-554-2020 to RSVP today. That's 855-554-2020 to learn more about your cataract surgery options at Whiting Clinic. It's our new... Intro music. Dick, what are you doing? My microphone is all messed up. I can't hear anything. There you go. There, now I can hear something. You didn't have me on. 
Yeah, you didn't I did. have it on your head. I was fixing my my he my microphone was all screwed up. You can't hear yourself if you don't have your headphones. My, that's true. My <laughs> my microphone got all screwed up. That's the first up. IQ that, question. The, Can you hear yourself say, with your headset? I was going to say it's question number ten, but you beat me to it. <laughs> Don't you guys leave me alone? What do you think of that? Take that home. Well, you're like la la la. It's like Friday la, for you. La dee la da dee. I'm really la, excited da, to be going on vacation. Mm. Well, that's right. Now, you're when going are you leaving? Italy. Uh, next week. You're going, going next, and you're going where? I'm going to go in Northern Africa first. What? Yep. I'm going Northern to, Africa. Yep. I'm going to Morocco. Nice. Tangiers. I'd like to see all of that. In Morocco, Gibraltar. And I've never been either anyone, any of them. Why are you adding that to the? Because I've never been there. Oh, okay. I only have three hundred months left. <laughs> You know, I gotta make mm. make deal of it. You, you know? only have what left? Three hundred months. That's it. He's not yeah. paying attention to what he, you're saying, uh, so don't even talk must, to him. Is he going see now? <laughs> no, <laughs> I got two more He's questions. He's doing a stupid test. I'm taking test. this in like one third the time you're supposed to right, do we'll it. We'll talk. We'll talk while you're taking yeah, the test. Just yeah, talk so I, taking I, the test. I'm just gonna go see as much as I can see. How before, difficult you know, can this be? Why I'm bodily able to able where to do, you, do it? Where do you have to fly to? How do you uh, even get there from the middle? I am flying into Paris and then taking an easy jet. Mm. That's what I always do. I find it. I'll tell everybody a good tip. If you want to go to Europe, find the cheapest flight anywhere in Europe. Mm-hmm. Land and then before you go, book a flight on EasyJet. You can jump on one within an hour. Now, if you land in Paris Airport, the uh, Airport, make sure you have two hours to get your next yeah, flight that's because a big, that's they make, a big you, go, they make you go airport. through the gamut, mm-hmm. and you have to leave the airport even if you're connecting on a connecting flight. What? Yes, they make you leave the airport, and you have to come back in Why? for security. Stupid. It's just the way they do it. Probably for security, maybe. Yeah, they make you leave, and it's, it takes a good hour and a half. So to give yourself one time, but that's the best way to do it. So you can fly, find the cheapest flight, then you can fly anywhere in Europe you want. And Europe includes a lot of places that people don't realize it includes, like Czech Republic, like Poland, like, right. like Morocco, and you can jump on an easy jet. Yeah, and they're cheap. Sixty-nine bucks to ninety-nine bucks. Yeah, mm-hmm. take you anywhere you want to go, right. and it's awesome. And you save a lot of money doing that. Me and Nancy's pretty good at travel, and she's got it down to science, hmm. and gets us the biggest bang for the buck with airfare. That's and, great. And we use a lot of our Delta miles, so to upgrade on the way over. Yep. That's what I always do. Yeah. I try. I upgrade on the way well, over. Well, I always upgrade on the way back. I, I, well, both ways. Yeah. I just do. I yeah. save up all my miles, yeah. except for now we have to give them to Dan and Alex and the kids. Have to. You don't have to. Well, you don't have to do anything except die, which is about three hundred months away. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Something happened Nick? recently. Glad you're here. <laughs> I'm working out. I'm going to try to live a little. I'm trying to get rid of the stress. I'm well, working out, and that's it's a killing big, me. That's a big factor to get rid of stress. Yeah, it is. It really is. Well, today, we had these weighted bags, and you just slam them on the ground. And I'm like, I need one of these at home, and man. I, I have to say, a lot of people create their own stress. They do. In their own mind. They well, really do. We were talking about Twitter. Probably true. Those people are all going to die young because they're constantly just sitting there on the internet or thinking of ways to worry about Donald Trump. Are they venting so they're getting rid of stress? No, no, it doesn't work that way. You might notice that the kind of people who make tweets like that tend to do it all day, every day. 
They don't just do it once and then they're done. That's true. Just so. that guy yesterday that gave me the finger. That I don't even know why he gave me the finger because he, he cut me off. Because you pointed out that he was being a bad driver. Also, I did. I was when I put my hand up like this. And like, a bad guy. I went like this. You pointed it out to him and he didn't want to hear it. Yep. Yeah. And then, but I was stressed out the rest of the day over that. See, I know. I, I hate like, that. I know. It's I like these it. people in our neighborhood that are speeding through our neighborhood, and I tell them to calm down, and they call me names. It's like, why? They don't call you names when I'm walking with you. No. But they, people, and people are driving like crazy anymore. All right, so i got to give you this. Um, I it's took a 20-question. Oh, no, you're going to like this a lot. A 20-question test. I got all 20 questions correct, but I have to pay for my ID. Of course you did. You fell for that? Mm-hmm. So, how so you failed the IQ test. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I must have failed the IQ test. <laughs> I got all the questions right, but they I, won't tell me my IQ. I hate that. You f- you'll fill out like five forms <laughs> and it'll say at the off. end. Mm-hmm. You have I to pay know. For it. Yeah. I just want to smash the screen. It's like, would you like our assessment on whether or not you have a brain tumor? And then you fill it out. You've got to call the doctor. Come on in. It's this, like, what? This, by the way, was a really easy test because it was all shapes, numbers, you know, nine square, you know, the nine square tests. Mm-hmm. A lot of three, IQ three, tests three, are three. like that, though. But yeah, if they're I like mean, that, then I'll be a genius. So I get all those right. Yeah, because those are, it's a certain kind of mathematical mind, which men would score Spatial. better on that than, than women would. I think it's spatial awareness. Spatial awareness is part of it. Yeah, it's true. But but men would score higher on the test than women would because... No, they wouldn't. Yes, they do because Liar. men are more mathematic than women. Men and women, on average, <laughs> score the same, 100. I would say okay. some men mm-hmm. are probably... Men are, are more mechanical than women most yeah. of the time. But is it because you're trained to do that from nope, birth? It, you know what? Not I don't me. Th- I don't think so. <laughs> I, I'm, yeah, yeah, he's not mechanical at all. Well, I'm very nobody. I wasn't taught it. It's just in my blood. I, can yeah, I, take, I was taking motors apart when I was 13 and putting them back together. Nobody taught me Andy how to do it. Andy was taking things apart, but he never put them back together. What does that mean? <laughs> means he was curious. It means I was a boy. Yeah, he was curious. I wanted to know how it worked and wanted to know more about it. Well, see, I, I had to make it better and I faster. I sawed a doll in half. <laughs> And my mother was very worried that I was some sort of psycho killer mm. because it had a, it had a tape recorder in it. I thought it was a talking doll, and I wanted to see the tape recorder. And she's like, "What is wrong with you?" And I'm like, "But I wanted a tape recorder." And she's like, "Oh, okay. I guess that I makes think sense." That's pretty smart. Yeah. Was it, was it one of those pull string ones? Yeah, and it yeah. wasn't real tape recorder. Yeah. I was so disappointed. I thought I was going to be able They're to record my They're pretty ingenious, own voice. though. A little pull string talking. They are things. pretty ingenious. But you know. The doll didn't mean that much to me, but the Apparently. tape recorder did. Apparently. And then I also saw it a Barbie doll in half one time, which she was very upset about again because she's like, this is now a pattern. Mm. I so I wanted to see if they were hollow. Yeah, the worst. I don't I'm think like, the only hollow? thing I've ever done with Barbie is maybe undress it. <laughs> but I don't think I ever cut one in half. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know. Is that abnormal to cut a Barbie doll in half? I would, I don't, I've never heard of anybody doing that. <laughs> I, ba- I went back and end-arounded their payment plan there because there was a kind of a little you hacked it i kind of hacked it uh according to that iq test my iq is 200 there you go yeah let's let's dial that back shall we well what do you think they're going to say after you've paid for it i didn't pay for it oh that's how i hacked it that's what i'm saying that's I didn't what i'm saying i don't think iq tests are accurate no they're not I, I, my iq is not 200 yeah it's probably 198 yeah most likely <laughs> and, and, and really what does iq get you 
That, that you're absolutely right. It's an ability. What does it get you in today's world? It's an ability to learn. That's all it is. I mean, most mm-hmm. people I know that have two master's degrees can't get a job in either one of them. Oh, you got that right. <laughs> so, Un- unfortunately, that is true. Yeah. That is true. It's Unless really you're a surgeon. Or a teacher. You know what I figured out today, by the way? Tough tough to get a good paying job. I figured out today. You your master's. I thought you automatically got a raise. I figured out today that because I sat down and paid bills before I came over here, between the morning show and this show, I paid some bills. You do that? Yeah, I pay all my bills. No, I pay all my bills. Oh, really? That's good. Um, Our our annual expense for health care. Oh, is thirty six thousand dollars? It is a gift yeah. to a CEO's That's jet fuel fund. All it fund. is. That's, That's all it, all it $36, is. Thirty six thousand dollars. When's the last time anybody it in the family had anything the major? Biggest, biggest scam ripoff in history. Oh, that ever biggest ripoff in history. Absolutely. Thirty six grand. We're, we're the only. Co- we're one of the only countries rip-off. that has that ripoff. Oh yeah, absolutely. Oh. And we don't have any pre existing conditions. Absolute, like there's nobody with heart problems, no, brain problems. They well, absolutely I fixed it so that these people are. I bet. I bet if that you could find out, if you could really find out the real number of what these health insurance companies are oh. making now. Oh, it's astronomical. Oh, it astronomical. has to be so much higher than it ever has. Oh, well, astronomical. I mean. It's the biggest scam. I think I pay two something a month. Two two thousand. Just for you. Two thousand. No. That's all you pay is two hundred. I think two sixty a month or something. Just for you, not yeah, for you no, and Yeah, no, just for me. But why would yours be so low? I don't know. I have don't tell me. Jack anybody. Peters is don't with us. Jack is with us. Jack, we're trying to figure out your IQ before you come on. Is that okay? <laughs> Jack's not talking to me. Hello. Jack, Jack, Jack's not down to here. Andy's new phone Jack system clearly yeah, Apparently the new phone system. Hello. There's there Jack. Jack, how are you? This is still Skype. Hey, I'm here. Good morning. Yeah, we were trying to talk to you there. I, I even sang Jack from Jack and Jill by radio, so that was good. That worked out. Jack. I part of, or heard part of that. Yeah, I'm here. Excellent. Jack, do you, do you have any idea what your IQ is? Well, I hope that it's somewhere above room temperature. That'd be good. Yes, <laughs> yes, absolutely. Be better, higher than seventy-two. That'd be good. Uh, Jack, that'd be good. I haven't actually I haven't had it tested. Oh, you never have. Um, well, no. we were just talking about a couple of different things. I, I, I took an IQ test and got all 20 answers correct, but then they asked me to pay for it, and I went around paying for it, and they said my IQ is 200. I'm here to tell you, Jack, my IQ is not 200. <laughs> I can guarantee 200? Wow. Yeah, 200. It's like, settle down. Well, everything on the, on the Internet's fake. It is fake. It's all <laughs> fake. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. There's that support yeah. team. <laughs> oh, I like Jack's known me for two well, minutes. Goes, yeah, that's fake. <laughs> you know, think about that, Jack. You just—I've known you two minutes, and you said, "Yeah, that's wrong. Your your IQ is nowhere near that." <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah, we know that's not accurate. But the street smarts too. I think maybe that, like you know, street yeah, smarts true. are maybe even more important yeah. than the academic you know, side of things. Well, Who knows? You're probably. Right. I think in today's world, they absolutely are. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, well, I play with dynamite. So how smart can I be anyway, right? Wow, <laughs> you know? that's, a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Treasure Quest returns tomorrow yeah. night, 9 p.m., 8 p.m. Central on Discovery Channel. Veteran treasure hunters embark on deadly expedition to unearth two billion dollar treasure on an all. Well, why didn't you invite me along to, for my part of the two billion? That's all I want to know. 
I can say, look. Well, you're her. doing your part right now. <laughs> Not a lot of collection to get on from <laughs> doing my part right now, but an all new season of Discovery Channel's Treasure Quest, as I said, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time on Discovery Channel. Tell us more about Treasure Quest, Jack. We made some very, very exciting television. I mean, the areas that we're taking you to in the mountains, the Andy Mountains of Bolivia, the archaeological sites, the culture, the artifacts and treasures we're going to show you, the danger. I mean, the first week we have quicksand, a landslide, and rattlesnake issues, and that's just the first week. We're going to show you some things viewers have never seen before on television. And I honestly think we've made some of the most exciting outdoor adventure TV seen anywhere in the world. Oh, that's wonderful. That It is really, really interesting. because I know. I, You know, most people that have the nine-to-five job, they see you out there, and this is what you do for a living, and they get very jealous, I would imagine. Well, you know, it... it <laughs> I, I can't complain. Honestly, I can't right, complain. But it's right. not easy either. I mean, you know, the, the, the treasure hunting struggle is real, you know. But, I, you know, I'm sure no one really feels sorry for me. But And, and I'm a blessed guy. I'm not uh, sure. But it's, it's a lot of fun and very exciting. I'm not sure if I want a rattlesnake issue, though. <laughs> well, there is that. <laughs> what, what does that mean, an issue? There they, is that. Did they come crawling into your it was camp? Funny be- well, yeah. I mean, they, we have we have tarantulas, uh, vampire bats, you know, scorpions. Uh, I mean, virtually everything. But the most dangerous animal there is the mosquito because you know some of those have yellow fever. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, it's just a tarantula. At least it's not a, you know, a yellow fever bearing mosquito, right? So right. It's the, this the the area is, has its own you know hazards and dangers and so forth. It just makes the adventure that much more exciting. Okay. Yeah, I mean it's. I know, so, uh, Jack, I do know, honestly, because I know some people uh, that do, well, they're, I guess, a variation of your kind of work, and it's a lot of work. I do know that. It, it, it's very tiring work. It's a lot of work. Yeah, there's a great upside to the whole thing. It's it's exciting. You're not punching a clock or anything, but yeah, it does take, I know it takes a lot of work, Jack. Well, what's interesting, this is a legend that's been around for over 300 years, the legend of the Sacambaya treasure. Mm-hmm. And our team leader, Sean, and then Jeremy, who lives in South America, that's been on the, the two previous seasons, they've been researching this legend for about 10 years or more. And so a lot of it is, you know, in the library. I mean, it starts in the library, and it starts going through books and doing research, and it's really trying to solve a mystery. And in this case, it just happens to be a treasure legend mystery, which, of course, are the best ones to solve, right? Right. Absolutely. Um, I need yeah. to take about a two-minute so, break. I hope you can you can stay with us for two more minutes. Come back with us after this because I want to ask you a couple sure. of things. All right? We'll be, be right back. More sure. with Jack Peters, Tom Bernard Show. John, I just got another complaint about our delivery service. Oh, not again. Yep, we have to do something about our courier service. You know, they're a reflection of us. What happened now? Well, you know that one driver that has the dog that rides with him? Uh Uh-huh. Well, when he got out of his truck to deliver our package, his dog got out and delivered, well, uh, his own package, if you know what I mean. That's it. I want you to call... Priority Courier Experts, because, you know, they've got more than 500 drivers. And tell them we need... A professional, reliable courier service. And make sure 
they have internet order entry and real-time tracking. You know, I had Priority Courier Experts account rep in here about a month ago. and Who knows how many accounts we could have serviced better if we had just signed up and started using the Twin Cities' largest, most reliable on-call courier service. What's that number? Because the next package is going with Priority Courier Experts. Already dialing 651-748-4477. Priority Courier Experts, can we help you? Can you ever? Priority Courier Experts. Every time you call us, we deliver. Tony Price from the Gold Star Ride Foundation here. I wanted to share a story from the road. Since you already know about Gold Star families being those left behind when somebody's killed in the military, and you already know those people died for your freedom. So I woke up in a cheap motel somewhere in the mountains, and I shared stories with the manager. As I was leaving, a maid who had been listening, and her name is Shorty, ran out to ask me if she could donate. I said yes, and I tried to donate $30 with a credit card. It didn't work, and we made arrangements to meet at a coffee shop a block away after she went to an ATM. I got coffee and invited the people at the coffee shop to talk on our documentary, which they agreed to do. Then they made me pay for the coffee. It wasn't much, but still, when I turned around, there was the maid, Shorty, who handed me a $20 bill saying she couldn't donate 30 because she only had 20 Made me feel sorry for the young women in the coffee shop who couldn't come up with $4 for my coffee. Thank you, Shorty. Goldstarride.org. We are back, ladies and gentlemen. Our very special guest today, Jack Peters. Veteran treasure hunters embark on deadly expedition to one Earth $2 billion treasure on an all-new season of Discovery Channel's Treasure Quest. Jack Peters with us. I do have... I'm not trying to be a smart guy here, but I've always wanted to ask because Jack is a demolitions expert. Right, Jack? Yes. Okay. So I do have to ask you this because I've always wanted to ask a demolitions expert this. Through all the jobs you've had, have you ever been blown out? Thank you very much. Great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I have not, and uh, I want to try to keep it that way. You've never been fired from a job. Really? I mean, the the, the running... The running joke is, oh, you're an explosives guy. Do you have all your fingers? And yeah. it's the fireworks guys that actually lose their fingers. If we have a bad day, it's worse than just losing fingers. Oh, yeah. So we we do everything with layers of safety kind of built in Good. so nobody gets hurt. Good. Garage door repairmen lose the most. Do they really? Yep. Hmm. Probably, I suppose. Yeah. That Them springs are really powerful springs, and they oh, chop yeah. fingers off. Yeah. Yeah, I could see that. Most happen. garage door... That would not be fun. Do not have fingers. So, Jack, <laughs> these guys, yeah, like that, Sean, Sean is there, Jeremy's there, so they do what they do, and, the, and do they then come to you and say, Jack, we need uh, to open this up, we need, we need your expertise here. Is that how it happens? Well, yeah, we all kind of work together, and, you know, and of course... You know, for me, I mean, you can solve a lot of the world's problems with, with the right application of high explosives, right? And so, you know, I'll maybe suggest, well, why don't we use a little charge here or there and, and resolve the issue, like, you know, moving boulders or, or you know, going down into it or trying to find a tunnel underground. See, this treasure is really well hidden. I mean, if, if it was easy to find, the Spanish conquistadors would have found it 300 years ago, right? Right, right. And there's been expeditions that have come before us like in the 40s and 60s, and all they could really do is is kind of dig random holes trying to find these hidden underground tunnels. And so we brought a lot of cool high-tech gear that allows us to see underground, uh, like magnetometers and ground-penetrating radar and this sort of uh, technology that's used by 
people that are, you know, doing treasure hunting and that sort of thing. And so then once we find a tunnel underground, then we have to get to it. We have to dig down to it either by hand or by heavy equipment or we use specialty explosive charges. But, of course, we don't want to damage any archaeological sites or any, you know, treasures or artifacts. So it it has to be done very, very carefully. So, um, you know, a lot of it's surgical almost, where you you do very specialized charges that, you know, kind of break the rock and get through to where you need to go without, you know, making a mess of things is the trick. That's the challenge. I can see that. Jack, what is a Jesuit booby trap? What is that? Well, this is interesting because, you know, when you look up, the, it's a Sacambaya treasure legend. Mm-hmm. Sacambaya, you can look it up, it's on the internet. And, you know, they say there's enough poison there to kill a legion of men. Ooh. And so what we're trying to do is figure out, you know, what in the heck is that? poison you know what would it be made out of like we're thinking maybe like something organic potentially like arsenic or something like that that could be collected we know that the tombs the egyptian tombs had some sort of poison in them and made people sick we don't know if that was organic or if that was intentional they had rice um, back but then. you know yeah. so yeah so essentially we're underground i mean every step we take has to be, you know, has to have some planning behind it because we don't know if we're going to step on something or trip a wire or knock down a wall and, and get poison. And once you're underground, there's really nowhere to go to get fresh air. So it, it's a little Indiana Jones-ish there. Yep. But, you know, that is an issue. And one of the things that we brought with this is uh, a device that allows us to test the air quality underground uh, to see, you know, what, what we we're kind of getting ourselves into. And the whole country, where we're at in the backcountry, it's 10,000 feet and up. And the oxygen level is basically half of what we have down here at sea level. So you're already trying to catch your breath, and then you go underground and you have even less oxygen. So we had our equipment going off telling us that we're in a low oxygen area just being where we're at. So that's another element to it also. God, it's amazing reading this whole situation, what what you guys do. This season's quest begins with a lead that points the treasure hunting team to an old and long-abandoned Jesuit monastery. To get there, the team must travel through Yungus Road, infamous, uh, infamously known as Death Road. You know, Jack, I don't have to go down Death Road yeah, to get to right. radio. To get to my radio station, I don't have to go down any <laughs> Death Road. That's good. Well, I don't know. Sometimes you, <laughs> you know, like, you know, 94, yeah, 69. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> Youngest gets all the attention as the death road, but ultimately the whole backcountry is like that because it's built on a cliff. you got 10, 11,000 feet elevation, and the road's cut into a side of a cliff. And so you've got rocks and boulders falling on you when the, when the ground shifts a little bit. And then uh, over the side, it drops down, you know, two or three kilometers all the way down to the river below. So if you slide off the road, you're done. And the whole backcountry is like that. And what's interesting, I'll tell you a really quick story. The four of us guys, we got this really kind of nice cargo van where they, 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 they cart us around in. And the van only had one side door, and we felt trapped in that thing. So we traded our van in for a pickup. So in the event that the, you know, we start sliding off the road, we at least had some chance, or at least half of us did, of maybe bailing out of the truck before it went over the cliff because there's rain and floods and the water, the roads wash and um, it's just getting to where you want to go is, is a hazardous endeavor at times. How did these ancient cultures get up there in the first place? Well, burrows, 
we use burrows. We actually, a lot of the show, we use burrows, and you'll see them uh, Friday night. We, we get our burrows. We actually named our burrows uh, after famous ships, and my burrow was named Mayflower. And um, and so we packed our, our burrows down to, to carry food and water and tools and equipment and all that sort of thing. And so, you know, we kind of went old school. We have this neat uh, land cruiser, but that can only take us so far. And then we, you know, we used animals, probably the same type of, of thing they did 300 years ago. Now, Jack, because of the of a landslide that happened while you were there, did, did you have to pitch a tent on the mountainside and just kind of sleep there in precarious positions? <laughs> well, we don't, I mean, when we're not moving, we're not going to get anywhere near a cliff because rocks oh, will fall essentially all the time. Yeah. Uh, you, on Friday night, you'll see a scene called Diablo Pass, and the pass lives up to its name because it's one of the worst landslide areas to get to where we needed to go. So we would camp out in an open area. We had a couple of really nice camp areas that was kind of our base camp. But the trick is, is traveling. And, um, either by vehicle or with animals, when you're on these roads, sometimes rocks will start falling, and you really don't know whether to go forward to get yourself out of it or back up to get yourself out of the landslide. You just really can't tell. And uh, we've had some, you know, a number of near misses. We almost had a, a camera guy taken out and some other things. Um, but you'll see, I can't tell you all the, all the, all the details. You're going to have to tune in yourself. I promise you guys, you'll see some of the most exciting television you've seen anywhere in the world. Magnificent. Ladies and gentlemen, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock Central Time, <laughs> Treasure Quest returns. Jack Peters, thank you so much for your time today, sir. Great talking to you. Thank you. And if you want to follow me, everybody, find Treasure Quest Jack on Facebook. Treasure Quest Jack on Facebook. We will do that, sir. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, everybody. Bye. Good, good day, sir. What a nice man. I wouldn't want to do any of that stuff. No. <laughs> a little dangerous. You knock down a wall and you breathe in a bunch of poison and you die. Yeah. I'm sure there's somebody there tricking everything out before oh, they I'm do sure it. I'm sure there's somebody yeah. there. <laughs> <laughs> Some other guy can die the before car I do. Pulls up no. and then they get on a, they get on like mules for like twenty feet and no. film it. But, oh god! trailer and have lunch. What is with all these oh, monasteries god. that they had to be on the top of some crazy mountain and? Well, closer to God. But how did yeah. they well, that's eat? True. I mean, if you're up that high, they you, grew their own stuff. I don't yeah. even know if you can grow stuff at ten thousand feet. You can grow some at stuff. Ten thousand feet. Brought stuff up there. And that rocky. People brought stuff up. And well, yeah, there, but were, it's not easy. there were mule trains or whatever. I'm just saying. It could have been, you know, I would have picked maybe a easier area. You know, you know the story of Utsi? To start my... Utsi? You know his story, Utsi? No. Utsi. So he's, Utsi is the oldest oldest human being ever found intact. He was frozen solid. Oh, in, yeah. In, oh. On, the, on the Austria-Italian border. Okay. Is and he the ice man? He's five, yeah, he's 5,000 years old. He, he had a copper yeah. axe and copper smelting in his lungs. And he had a bearskin cap and deerskin pants. And he's from Asia. So he made it from Asia all the way to Austria oh, and Italy. 5,000 years ago 3400 bc and that's yeah. if, if, if one man alone and he had a he had a bear tooth stuck in his skull it didn't kill him that's not what killed him he froze wow. to death. he had a bear tooth stuck in his skull do you have a question what was his name Utsi. Utsi. well we don't know his name well, no, they we named, named him, him. Well, what is yeah. it yeah but what does it mean 
Because I grew up an Italian kid named Utsi. Well, he was found on the Austrian-Italian border, and they they fought over him. They literally on the line. Of course, found on the line, and of course, Italy won. And they built the most beautiful museum. It's in Bolonzo, Italy, and it's a beautiful museum. I mean, really big museum and there's all these big touch tables that you can change the world when, how it looked back then and he's in nitrogen he's in liquid nitrogen Oh, and he's still intact and they have all his belongings there and he had a lot he had full camp he was a medicine man and they have his last eaten meal that mm. they took out of his stomach well why did he why, so he flash froze or something he froze yeah he, he got, bled to death and then he froze really quick because he yeah. was he was found on the Utstal Alps which is why he has that name, but it also is why he froze so quickly. I didn't know he bled out, though. How do you spell Utzel? Uh, well, it's an O with an umlaut over it, so... It says that he bled out? O-T-Z-T-A-L, yeah. Um, I didn't catch that part at the museum. Utzel Alps, you have the Utzel. Well, I'm sure yeah, it was yeah, a... Those... I just caught, yeah, caught an avalanche I'm and sure it was a death. combination of bleeding and freezing, but... I didn't see anything. I know he had... He did have a bear tooth stuck in his skull, and he had a bunch of broken ribs that were healed. Oh. But that's the only injuries they said at the museum. There wasn't so anything was, like open wound or anything. He was called Utsi. He was also called Iceman, the yep. Similon Man, man from House Lajok. But when you go there and they have he stand, they have him stand there, and you look at his face, you think any second he's gonna he's gonna like say really? something. Yeah. Really? Yeah, really. Ew. Two hours before he died, he had some ibex. Yum yum. What's an ibex? It's like a gazelle. Yeah. Oh really? I so it was still in his. What, they say it was still in his digestive yeah, tract. Yeah, still in his stomach. Still in his stomach. Why? Yeah, they have wouldn't it rot? Why they wouldn't it rot? Because it froze. It froze. Yeah. Oh, it was all frozen. So it just stayed frozen for five thousand years. For five thousand. Oh, that's years. right. They dug it out. They like made a grave thing in the ice. Did he come they? out at the foot of a glacier or something? Uh, no. I, yeah. I was at oh, the site. Okay. It's just a. It's just a. Kind of the side of a mountain. Well, yeah, it yeah. was a glacier. And then it Maybe became, back then. yeah, yeah. 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 But it, that is a spectacular city, spectacular. No, I do have a question. It is so done, beautiful there. I mean, so beautiful. They've done an insane amount of research into him. They checked out his first meal and found that based on the pollen, it was consumed in a mid-altitude conifer forest, um, <laughs> which had pollen grains of hop hornbeam, which they think may have been a domesticated crop of the of the area. 5,000 years. But you had to cross the Swiss Alps and the Austrian Alps. That's, that's yeah. a lot to do. And it didn't work out for him. But well, he got pretty far across <laughs> the world. So I have a question for everybody here. He's 30-some years old. This could change our argument from yesterday. We had an argument? Because we said that two tattoos were cultural appropriation from Tahitians. Mm. That we thought that tattoos right. were invented. That tatouage is a... Is a uh, is a uh, what did I just say? Tahitian. Mm-hmm. I'm sure many different cultures independently figured out tattoos. They're not a very complex thing. I think Asia, Japan, and China had tattooing. Because Utsi was is tattoo. I'm pretty sure China did have tattoos. Yes, in, like, like a long time long ago. Long time ago. Long before they went to Tahiti, that's for sure. Yeah. So the t- so the tattooed man is five thousand years old. So that would absolutely predate Tahiti. Yeah. So you think it's a uh, so tattoos? Do you think is uh, we're an Asian art? 
Yes, absolutely. So they wasn't the Samoans? They do it with, ba- no, they do it with ba- old school bamboo and a little tap Ooh, hammer. None ever, for me, you thanks. you never seen them do it? No. Oh, they use these bamboo reeds and hammers. With the little no hammer. In fact, David Lee Roth got both his sides done the old school. Ow. God, it, it's the, the needle and the, the tapping? It, the little, little reed and hammer. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's how he got all his sides done. Sounds like an infection waiting to happen. Uh, Japan's pretty... Uh, <laughs> oh, here we go. Utsi was involved in a battle just before he died. Oh, he was. Uh, he got he an fixed. arrowhead in his shoulder, which is why they think he probably bled to death, but he also had bruises and cuts and I know it broke a ribs. blow to the head. Yeah, so he fought something and apparently got shot by an arrow. So probably got killed by rival tribe or something. All right, we'll take a break. Be right back in just a few minutes. Tom Bernard Show. Ooh, ooh, ootsie. <laughs> 